Thanks for joining us here at Variety Show for the Soul. I'm your host, Jamie D. from Human Soundcheck. This podcast is focused on all things healing. We cover different healing arts, meet those who work in the field, and you'll gain something you can take into your daily lives for your own well-being. Let's get to it. Here we are once again. It's just me, Jamie D. today. The topic is one of my favorites, essential oils. I know it seems like a couple of years ago, they kind of exploded out of the woodwork and into a bit of a fad. But essential oils are way too special to be just a fad. I say it all the time, and it applies here too. Energy is everything, meaning everything has its own vibrational frequency. Essential oils have very powerful healing and therapeutic frequencies, and I'm going to share some info about them today. First of all, what are they? Essential oils are made up of specific plant parts, and each oil will stick to that particular part. We've got bark, flowers, seeds, peels, so on. It takes several hundred, maybe several thousand, in some cases, pounds of plant material to extract a single pound of pure essential oil. So if you're wondering why they're a little on the pricey side, that may shed some light on the matter. So for the purpose of this conversation, um, I'm going to stumble over essential oils, essential oils, essential oils. So I'm going to occasionally call them EO, EO. So that's my uh, little shorthand. That's how it's done in the biz, so to speak. EO is short for essential oils. So let's talk about quality for a minute. Not all essential oils are created equal and not every scented oil is an essential oil. There is perfume oil and there is essential oil. Perfume oil is made for blending and for its scent. The process is much different for the extraction of the scent and the main goal for the perfume oil is to get as much scent as possible, not to become an oil for therapeutic use. This is why perfume oils are much less expensive than true essential oils. Essential oils are extracted by a complex distillation process or expression process when it comes to rinds and peels, which takes a lot of time and care. The careful process of quality manufacturers who produce therapeutic grade EOs is key for these special oils you're going to be putting on your skin or inhaling. Therapeutic grade oils have certain chemical constituents and it's important that they are present. It has to do with the way the plants are harvested and extracted among other things like soil conditions, region, that kind of stuff. The chemical makeup of these oils is small in size, molecular, so many can quickly penetrate the skin and even further, cell membranes. Fun fact, essential oil constituents can affect every cell of the body within 20 minutes. Yep. Okay, back to the chemicals. There are many different constituents in essential oils that all have unique and distinct healing properties, such as antiseptic and anti-inflammatory, even sedative properties. One type, sesquiterpenes, found in some essential oils, cross the blood-brain barrier. These sesquiterpenes can directly interact with brain cells. And by the way, most modern drugs cannot even do that. There is lots of information out there about the antioxidants found in essential oils as well, helping our bodies defend against free radicals, which in turn helps our bodies fight against disease. Other amazing properties found in certain essential oils, antibacterial, antifungal, antiparasitic, and antiviral. Even more, some oils support the health and vitality of specific organs and systems. Think detoxification, enzyme production promotion, and so on. Now, 
I have thought a lot about the power of a plant. You think we humans have it rough? What about the struggle a plant goes through in its lifetime? Ever had bad luck starting seeds? I have recently had a rough go with germinating seeds. Uh, just that part alone is a huge struggle for a plant. It's very inception. Before it can reach its glory, its fullest potential, the flowers, and then some onto the fruit, it must go through a hell of a lot of peril along the way. They have to be powerful to be able to defend themselves and thrive. I literally had a moment when I just sat with my jaw open after pondering the protective and immune-strengthening properties plants have. Some oils are made from flowers. I mean, the ultimate goal of a plant and very aromatic, right? Some are from bark. Think about how bark protects a tree. Now I realize why cinnamon is so hot. <laughs> it's a protector. Some oils are derived from the resin of trees. And so what's the purpose of tree resin? To repair and seal wounds and keep invaders out. No wonder frankincense is such a powerful healing oil. Oh, and by the way, one which has those sesquiterpenes I was talking about. What about the oils from the peels? I think you see where I'm going with this. The peel protects the precious fruit that the tree has spent its entire waking season producing. Of course it's bitter. It's keeping care of a sweet surprise. I just marvel at the wonderment of all the protective qualities plants possess. Why do I marvel in this discovery? Because our access to these precious essential oils allow us to tap into those qualities as well. Regeneration, protection, immune strength. That is pretty cool to me. I'm not going to get into the history of essential oil use here, but doing some internet research, you'll find that aromatic plants were well in use in Egypt, China, Greece, Rome, way, way back. Did they distill way back then as we do now? No. But they knew the power of the plants, and especially aromatic qualities. Fast forward to the bubonic plague in Europe. Turns out that perfumers and the people who worked with aromatics were practically immune to the plague. P.S. Frankincense was also most heavily used in that time. I use essential oils every single day of my life. Not just once a day, and not just one oil or blend either. I use as I need to. They resonate with me, and I'm just so grateful that they exist. I use doTERRA brand oils, and another popular therapeutic-grade brand is called Young Living. These two brands are loved and also not so loved by the general public because of the way they're set up. In order to get discount pricing, you have to buy in, so to speak, with a membership. There's also a hierarchy set up with sellers and teams and people under other people, but you do not, I repeat, you do not have to do any of that. You can purchase through someone you know and trust who has a membership. At least in my case with doTERRA, with my type of membership, I can order for my friends and clients, use their shipping and payment info, and have an order ship directly to them with my discount pricing. If you don't know anyone with a membership to these resources and you want to order doTERRA, contact me and I'll make sure you get what you need. Furthermore, if you just want to place an order and pay retail, then you can. You do not need to set up a membership account to simply pay the retail price. You can shop and check out as you please as a guest on doTERRA.com. Same goes for Young Living. As for pricing, if you're curious, uh, let's use the example of lavender. Retail is $30.67 and wholesale is $23 for doTERRA. It's a little more expensive through Young Living, but the same kind of ratio there. And an expensive oil like frankincense is $90.67 retail and $68 wholesale. 
There, I mean, there are benefits to getting a membership to get the pricing. Membership for doTERRA starts at 35 bucks, and you get a free bottle of peppermint, which is $29 retail or $22 wholesale. It renews yearly for $25, and you get a free peppermint every year in return for your renewal. So uh, there's lots more kit options for membership, but that's like the basic information. This is not a commercial for doTERRA, but you need to know the best products, and they are the best. I use them and I love them. If you do want to hop on the wholesale membership pricing, reach out and I can help you with that. As for Young Living, also super high quality. I cannot direct you to anyone for their program, but I'm sure you may put a Facebook post out and I'm sure someone in your um, friends group probably has a Young Living membership or knows somebody else who does. Bottom line, be sure if you are going to be using EOs for your body and well-being in a therapeutic way, be sure, be sure. They are therapeutic grade. No matter the brand, it must be certified therapeutic grade. Certified therapeutic grade. Okay, some notes of caution. Not all oils should be put directly on the skin without diluting them first. Some need to be diluted with what's called a carrier oil. Coconut oil is a great one, or a liquid version known as fractionated coconut oil. And a jojoba is also a popular oil for this purpose, too. I recall a fateful day. I put straight cinnamon bark oil on my neck. And it burned. It burned so bad, people. And uh, peppermint is another one that that is fine in some places, like the soles of the feet, but not so cool in other more sensitive areas. In fact, until you know exactly how your skin reacts, it's a good idea to test on your feet. So the top of your feet will be more sensitive than the sole, but you can do small test areas to see how you take to certain oils. As for using oils for aromatherapy, I've never had a bad reaction with the palms of my hands and taking them up to my nose to inhale. Just don't touch your face if there are some hot and spicy oils on your hands. (laughs) Another great aromatherapy trick is in a steaming hot shower for nasal passages, using a face cloth to inhale from. Just don't touch your face. Okay, so I want to give you a rundown of my top 10 favorite oils, and then I'm going to obviously give more information on more oils because I'm just oil crazy, and some practical uses. Also, I'll share some of my favorite blends I like to throw into my diffuser. I got my collection of oils over time. It was gradual, and I'm glad I did. And I'm sure if you give EOs a chance, you'll be glad you brought them into your lives as well. Just to be clear, the effects of oils are not like pills or prescriptions. They're gentle subtle. They have a beautiful calming or invigorating effect. They have some really amazing healing properties and do work or have some efficacy of some sort. Um, It's not like it's just a bunch of junk. It really isn't. Okay, so here we go. Here's a popular trio, but I'm going to single them out too. Lavender, lemon, and peppermint. Okay, so for the combo, the three, when used together, and rubbed into the bottoms of the feet is sworn by many to ward off and help survive seasonal allergies. That same blend, say two to three drops of each in a diffuser, is a great air deodorizer for the home or anywhere that stinks. (laughs) Lavender by itself can be applied neat or with a carrier oil to bring a sense of calm. And it's also used on dogs to calm during storms and stuff like that or whenever they're anxious. Keep some peppermint with you if you're on a road trip and feel a bit drowsy. Rub it into the palms of your hands and inhale 
avoid touching your face for at least 10 minutes. Or you can put in a car diffuser that clips onto your uh, vent. It's invigorating. It'll pep you up. No pun intended. Okay, so have you lost your sense of smell due to COVID? I did when I had it. Thankfully, I got my olfactory senses back in about four weeks. Even if your case of olfactory loss is not COVID-related, peppermint is really helpful. Literally practice. Sniff the heck out of the peppermint, yo, multiple times a day. Use a tissue or a coffee filter, but remember not to touch your face. It will burn. Let's bring rosemary into the mix. Stuffed up, fold a washcloth in half, put a few drops of peppermint, lavender, and rosemary in the center. Wet it with hot water and inhale from the cloth, held away from your face a bit, in a steaming hot shower as long as you can. Do not touch this cloth to your face. The rosemary and peppermint will burn and will not feel in any way therapeutic. Okay, another thing about rosemary is it's considered a vasodilator. It may help with circulation. For this application, I'd put four to five drops in the palm of your hand and add some carrier oil and rub away. Repeat as needed to cover your limbs and torso, legs, arms, chest. You may not be sensitive where you're able to use rosemary neat without diluting it, but it'll still have the same therapeutic effect regardless if you do dilute it. Having inflammation issues? Do the same as above, but concentrate on where you're having issues. I've actually had some good results using rosemary on my hip when I was having joint pain. Next up, lemongrass. I just love this cheerful oil. If you have sickies in the house, diffuse this and do it all day. It is good for airborne bacteria. Other uses, Charlie horses, leg cramps, and uh, carpal tunnel. Just rub into the cramped area. This can be applied neat, but with all oils, be sure to test a small area to be sure about how your body responds. It blends well with many other oils. Try it in a diffuser with lavender and rosemary. Moving on to my pal, frankincense. I just adore this oil. As I pointed out before, it has sesquiterpenes, so anything to do with the mind, brain, reach for this oil. Rub into the temples, the back of the neck, around the backs of the ears. It's a gentle oil, but can certainly be used with a carrier oil, especially to help it last longer, because it's expensive. It's used therapeutically for those who suffer from Alzheimer's, brain injuries, concussions, brain fog, mental fatigue, depression, along with a whole host of other things. Frankincense is also believed to keep the DNA healthy and vital. If you're into this idea, I would rub it into the soles of your feet daily, either after the shower or before you go to sleep. It can be put on wounds to help aid in healing. Just look up the many ways frankincense can be used. It's one of the few mentioned in the Bible. It's been trusted for a really long time. Okay, next is Douglas fir. If you have breathing issues or have anyone in the house with breathing issues, this is a helpful EO. Rubbed into the chest on the lungs, it's known to ease bronchitis and asthma, coughs, and congestion. I like to blend this in the diffuser with other oils for adding a grounding element. Okay, so I can't leave out eucalyptus. This is another invigorating oil. If you do not have rosemary, you can swap this one for the shower method I mentioned earlier for congestion or add it to the mix. This one is also great for breathing difficulties. I also love eucalyptus because it has a lovely disinfecting quality to it. When I add it to diffuser blends, it adds a freshening up aspect to the mix. Try a diffuser blend with a few drops each of eucalyptus, peppermint, rosemary, and lemon. 
Okay, next is tea tree, or melaleuca, as it's sometimes called by its botanical name. This oil has many uses, but shines particularly when it comes to fungus and bacteria. Even in the nether regions, if you know what I mean. This goes for both men and women. If applied to that area for a fungal issue, you can apply it by itself, but if you have frankincense on hand, add that too. And it's a good idea to use a carrier oil. Use tea tree on all kinds of skin eruptions. Most of us have heard of using it for acne in some capacity, but it's effective against fungal skin irritations and athlete's foot. There are so many applications for tea tree. A simple Google search will give you tons more information. Last on my top 10 is spearmint. Only because it is the most unexpected surprise in a diffuser blend. I'm going to say, hands down, when I'm really bummed or out of sorts and I don't even know why, spearmint lifts me up. Rub a few drops in the palms of your hands and inhale for the aromatherapy aspect. Or you can put it in a tissue and do the same. This blends so beautifully in a diffuser with lemongrass. It's one of my favorite go-to diffuser blends. So four to five drops of each. Oh, it's heavenly. I know I mentioned applying oils to the feet, temples, back of the ears, and on the body in various areas. But essential oils can be worked into the body in a few more ways. One of the most fascinating to me is applying to the torso directly over an organ to deliver the effects to that particular organ. For example, peppermint or spearmint both aid in digestion. You could quite literally rub a few drops of oil in the area where your stomach is when you're feeling the need and you will be amazed with the results within mere minutes. I've been doing this for years with various organs and oils and the results amaze me all the time. There's a lot of information out there about reflexology. We have points on our hands, feet, and ears, and in our irises for that matter, that line up with the organs and systems of our body. Basically, for essential oils, the reflexology points of the ears and feet are most used. I don't have a ton of experience where I can talk off the cuff about reflexology, but information is very easy to find on the subject. This probably goes without saying, but you can most definitely use these in the bath. Just last week, I loaded a bath with like three cups of Epsom salts and about 20 drops of oils for a super powerful cleansing and calming bath. I used lavender, frankincense, and a blend called Balance. I needed the grounding. But you could substitute Douglas fir for a similar bath. All the oils in my top 10 list can be blended and played with for bath oils. Just don't put too much peppermint or eucalyptus in your bath. I have some bonus oils that I can't leave out of the conversation. Oregano. This is also a powerful antifungal and an anti-every-nasty-thing. You have a toenail that's been overtaken by fungus? This will be your best friend for the next eight months. You must apply daily and leave it on all day, like in your sock. You can rotate and use tea tree every other day or so, but never miss a day of applying oils to that toe. As the toenail grows, the fungus will die away and it'll need to be removed as it does, but it works. The oregano will burn as it does the work, so it's not for the faint of heart. Speaking of feet, this can also be applied to athlete's foot. Remember, it's powerful, so it will burn. Use a carrier oil to handle the burn, and then also blend it with tea tree. Clary sage, C-L-A-R-Y sage. This one is for the ladies. Pretty much all ladies in every stage of life. This is highly effective when dealing with menstrual cramps, like stops them in their tracks effective. 
apply directly to the area of your body where your ovaries are. Really rub it in. I swear it lightens the flow on heavy flow days too. Those women who are battling menopause, clary sage is known to be effective when dealing with hot flashes. It doesn't stop them, but it's known to make them more manageable. I can't cut you loose without discussing popular blends. These are ones sold as blends of many unique and special oils that have a purpose synergistically. There's the famous blend in the essential oil world known as thieves oil. It has a pretty nasty origin story. Yep, I'm gonna bring up the plague again. Evidently in France, there were some pretty crafty thieves who were going around stealing from sick and dying plague sufferers. They were somehow immune to the disease though. And when they finally got caught, they were promised to be spared their punishment of being burned alive if they shared their secret of being immune. Just so happens that this crew of thieves were out of work perfume and spice merchants. They, they used a special blend of oils and applied it to themselves before they robbed the sick and dying. They shared their ingredient mixture with the judge who uh, hung them anyway, but he didn't burn them alive, so. Um, however, this is what docs used when they had to encounter those with the plague from then on. What's in it? Clove, lemon, cinnamon, eucalyptus, and rosemary. doTERRA's version is called On Guard, and Young Living's version is called Thieves, just like the original. Okay, the next blend is a cellular vitality blend or complex. When it comes to keeping our cells healthy, I'm all for it. Our cells pretty much dictate what happens everywhere. And the scary thing to me is that they shapeshift and mutate and do all sorts of things that I don't have the education for to truly wrap my head around. But keeping our tissues and organs happy and functioning is something we can all agree is a good thing. I do know that a blend like this can be really supportive for people who are dealing with recovery and treatment and tissue repair and regeneration. It's a supportive blend when the body is being bombarded with chemicals that are treating cancer and other illnesses. And I've also seen firsthand that it works on random unexplained skin issues um, that like pop up like eczema, but a carrier oil is really recommended for the skin issue. doTERRA's cellular support blend is called DDR Prime, and I don't know of one by Young Living, but I'm sure there's others out there. Okay, digestion. Have you ever had a meal that just sits heavy or feel too full and wish things would get moving or just feel blech in the stomach or gut? Here is where having a digestion blend on hand is your saving grace. As I mentioned earlier with rubbing into the skin over the organ, this is just what I do in these cases. For the stomach, make sure you get the whole thing starting up high at the ribs on your left and rub deeply and don't be stingy with the oil. If you're having other GI issues, rub where the issues are. Get into the skin as close to the affected organ as you can. You'll be amazed in just minutes what relief will come. doTERRA's blend is called Digest Zen, and Young Living's blend is called Digize. And finally, a grounding blend. We all need a little grounding a feeling of peace and relaxation that usually comes from the support of mother nature in some way that's meaningful to us. For those of you who may not get outdoors as often as you once did, please consider a grounding blend. Usually it has some kind of wood and fur elements. I tell you, it's lovely in the diffuser and also as I described in a bath with lavender and whatever oils you wanna add. This type of blend invites a sense of calm and peace and kind of allows you to hit the reset button. doTERRA's blend is called Balance. 
Young Living's is called Grounding. I hope you found all this information useful today. As you can tell, I'm pretty passionate about essential oils. I've created my own custom blends for each chakra and all the meridians that I use in my healing sessions with clients, and I also keep DDR Prime on hand for them as well. Essential oils are a really wonderful part of my life, and I hope this talk shed some light on why they are so popular around the world and have been for so long. If you are interested in setting up a wholesale account through doTERRA, I can certainly help out with that. But as I said before, this is not a commercial for them. But what you really want is to make certain that you purchase certified therapeutic grade essential oils for your personal use. You can reach me at humansoundcheck at gmail.com or on Instagram through Variety Show for the Soul's podcast page at VS for the Soul. Okay, guys, talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. This show is brought to you by Human Soundcheck, my method of sound healing tuning fork therapy. Learn more at humansoundcheck.com. Don't forget to follow Variety Show for the Soul on Instagram at VS for the Soul. Until next time.